This is another episode of Main Corpse. Horror Derbs. Alright, this is uh, this is gonna be fun. We have got a story for you that's going to turn the stomach. Alright, welcome back to Main Corpse Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. I'm Kelsey. And I'm really excited about today's episode. I'm not going to lie. I I have been prepping this episode for a moment. It's been swirling around in my brain. Kind of. Sorry about that, Brittany. I was sitting a cup down. Oops. <laughs> it's been swirling around in my brain for a few days, a few weeks, maybe even a few months. And I've been waiting for the opportunity to unleash this one on the world. So, um, yeah, we'll get to that in just a moment. But before we do... Do you want to tell them what we're going to try? Yeah. So I picked up a pack of the Twix cookie dough um, and we're going to try it. It's something fun that you guys, if we like it or if you want to try it anyway, um, you can no matter where you are. Yeah. Um, too bad it's not filled with uh, Slim Jim dill pickles. Uh, that would be better. Did they replace the caramel entirely with cookie dough? But it doesn't taste like cookie dough to me. Does it to you? No. It tastes like Play-Doh. Hold on. Yeah, I like I'm your idea. Separate of it separating entirely. it. I will do that as well. Mm. Mm. Okay. So what this is is a um it's like the nougat. It's a nougat like um three musketeers have, but it's a vanilla instead of a chocolate. Mm-hmm. And it's got little chocolate chips in it. But it still doesn't taste like cookie dough. It doesn't, but mm. I, I am uh, it. I am not a fan of this. I'm not going to lie. I thought I would be. Um, I thought I would be, too, but I also thought I wasn't going to lose all of the caramel. Like, had they put, like, a little layer of caramel and then the nougat. I guess it's a Milky Way at that point. That looks like a layer of caramel in that. <clears throat> so what I'm pointing to, I'm looking at the uh, Hold on. the packaging. And the packaging, it looks like there is a thin layer of caramel on there. There is not. I ripped it apart. <clears throat> there is Yeah, no there's caramel. definitely not. I ripped mine apart, too, and looked at it. There's definitely no uh, no caramel in there. Um, I would give it a four out of ten. I would give it a solid three out of ten. Like I'll, I was thinking I'll eat the same. It. Yeah. I'll eat it. It's not bad. It doesn't taste bad, but I'm disappointed. It could have been way better. I'm gonna say this: as these age, mm-hmm. you better get it while it's fresher because that would be terrible if it had dried up a little bit. Yeah, it would get like chalky. I'm afraid. I don't know what about this was kind of salty, but that that part wasn't bad. Okay, all right. I didn't taste any salt. I didn't either until my second bite. Also, side note, um, Twix is my favorite of the, like, regular candy bars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My go-to is a Zagnut. A what? Have you ever had, never had a Zagnut before? That, that's not on the list of regular candy bars. I need you to understand. It's amazing. What is it? You've, have you legitimately, do you like I don't know what it is. I do. Okay. So it is, imagine a Butterfinger without Mm -hmm. chocolate on it. And instead Mm -hmm. it's coated in peanut butter and toasted coconuts. Why? Because it's delicious. I mean, it is it is heaven in a candy bar. Okay. Um, it's so good. So, so good. Um, you've never had a Zagnut before? I, ha- I haven't even heard of that. I've- okay, then let me go with the regular candy bars and say I do love Twix. Brittany would probably pick Twix as her favorite as mm-hmm. well of like all the standards. You can just walk into GoMart or a gas station. You can tell this is a West Virginia podcast. I said GoMart. Um, <laughs> but you can go into any gas station and just pick it up. Um, I'm actually going to go with a Hershey bar with almonds is probably my go-to. 
I'm so disappointed. I love chocolate and almonds. All right. Because I want to be that person. Mm -hmm. Um, Of any candy bar that's ever been in existence, do you have a favorite? Zagnut. That's that's Zagnut is my go-to. If I see them... In a, Not even I something them, that's gone forever. Correct. If I see okay. them, I will buy them and like just put them away so I have them. Amazing. That's how much I love them. Yeah. Um, Three Musketeers one time. Okay. At one time, they made this amazing little candy bar. It was okay. the Musketeer, but then there was a crunchy like freeze-dried layer of the Musketeer nougat on top. And really? It, like, oh, my God. It was my favorite. They quit making it. Hmm. And um, I've been devastated ever since. Wow. Okay. Um, I also I also like Reese Cups a lot, and I also like Almond Joy a lot. So maybe those could go on my list too. But really, like I said, if I'm going for like a candy bar, it's got to be like chocolate with almonds. Yeah, it was called the Truffle Crisp. No, what did it look like? It it looked a lot like a Twix. It had the nougat on the bottom. And then, like, freeze-dried I've nougat on top. I've never and heard it was, of that before. Oh, my God. I used to get it all the time. It was so good. Wow. Okay. All right. So I now I know to miss the fact that I missed out on that one. You really did. Wow. It, it was a really... Freeze-dried nougat? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I. It was so good. Hmm. It was one of the best things That's in incredible. the world. And um, it was like an elevated version of a regular gas station candy. That sounds like it. And it I mean, was I would... fantastic. Okay. All right. So that's yours. Mine is a Zagnut. I'm a simple man. <laughs> um, I'm a simple fella. Uh, if you want to know the way to my heart, like walk up with a Zagnut and be like, here you go, man. Um, you will literally have a best friend for life. I love Zagnuts. Um, I don't even know what that looks like. So Look it up. You'll recognize it because you've definitely seen them around before. You probably just didn't realize what it was. So um, No, I can promise you I have never once what? seen this packaging. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> Guys. Like, I want to believe it, but. <laughs> if you have ever. You know what? I'm going to get one for the show next time All I right. see one. I'm going to do it since you've never had one. And in case you guys have never had one, um, go find one. They're amazing. Okay. Are you ready to get to this story? Because um, I don't I know truly am. how much longer I can wait. All right. Let's go. Today, we are going to cover a conspiracy theory about someone who might be the most prolific serial killer in history. Okay. Starting in the mid-1980s and ending in 1996, the person in question could potentially be responsible for as many as 286 murders. And not only that... But this person has successfully pinned these murders on other people. Yeah, really? Correct. Okay. All right. So, with that in mind, let's get into what we have going on here, all right? Because this person has used their fame and their notoriety as a famous writer to get away with as many as 286 murders over the span of about 11 or 12 years. Okay. okay. Is this person still writing? This person is no longer writing, but I will give you one more hint. See if you can figure out who it is. Okay. This person also famously had a television show that ran during about that same time. You got me. This person is named Jessica Fletcher. And her show, Murder, She Wrote. 
Oh. Okay. All right. So Jessica Fletcher, if you're unfamiliar, hails from the small town of Cabot Cove that only has a population of about 3,000 people, but somehow, weekly, during every episode, finds herself embroiled in a murder case. And has never, in all the episodes I've watched, been even remotely implicated as the killer. (laughs) So... With that in mind, let's talk a little bit about why people are convinced that Jessica Fletcher is not who she claims she is. She is not just some innocent murder mystery novelist from the small town of Cabot Cove. She is, in fact, a serial murderer and kind of has some Dexter qualities. All right. So this fan theory was brought about through Reddit, because of course it was. And I found a very, very good article on um, the website cheatsheet.com, written by Andrea Francis, I believe is how you say that name. Sure. Um, And I'm going to talk a little bit about why people believe that Jessica Fletcher, again, not just America's favorite murder mystery writer, but is, in fact, a serial killer. So what do you think so far, before I get into this? Would you have ever guessed that innocent face Jessica Fletcher was actually a maniac? I would have never once guessed that we would be sitting here and we would be talking about Murder, She Wrote. (laughs) First off, Murder, She Wrote's amazing. (laughs) If you've never watched it, I would recommend that you go get it. Um, Go pick it up. Go do whatever you have to do. Watch Murder, She Wrote. Okay. Um, all right, so now let's go ahead and get into this. All right. Um, when, first of all, the next time, or if you've never watched it, go watch it. And when you watch it, view the series as if Lansbury's character, Jessica, is the murderer. Um, the theory is that her amateur investigation is her way of keeping the cops off her track. So she commits the murder and then deliberately uses her status as a famous murder mystery writer to offer her help to police to throw them off of her trail. And I'm telling you, when you watch the show that way, you will definitely catch it. You will definitely catch this. So not only, as the article says, was she a best-selling author, but also an efficient and successful serial killer. All right. So let's get in a little bit more to some of the facts here. Talk about some of the evidence that we have, because there is some evidence here. Okay. A lot of it, as the article says, if you go check it out yourself, I'll have Brittany link the article because everybody deserves to do their own deep diving into this. Um, Some of them are a little bit far-fetched and may seem circumstantial, but remember that she's connected to a lot of death and destruction. And again, think about this. The town she lives in. There's a death every episode, almost. Almost every episode. And she would have... So basically, they have to point out here that Cabot Cove would have the highest number of murders per capita um, if it were a real place in the entire world. It would have more murders than Iraq and Mogadishu and, and all of these places combined. Okay. Okay, so... 
Either the residents are all homicidal or just one person is responsible for these deaths. And they're surrounded by the dumbest correct. cops ever. Uh, <laughs> so fans also note, and this is some more evidence here, that the show moved away from Cabot Cove. In later seasons, indicating that the police were starting to get on the trail of who was the real murderer in Cabot Cove, who was actually Jessica Fletcher. Okay. So, again, this makes a ton of sense. Not only that, but if you watch it, she moves to places like L.A. in some of it. She moves to New York in some of it. I believe there's even some episodes that take place in Florida. This is a hallmark of somebody who is attempting to distance themselves from the crimes that they committed. Go on. Jessica Fletcher is a serial <laughs> murderer. I'm telling you. She is. I just, I feel it in my bones. Now, Matt, we don't, we don't assume, we don't assume. <laughs> so, with that in mind, that is really all that I have on this. I just wanted to bring it up because I think it's an interesting idea that one of America's favorite people is actually a cold-blooded murderer. And again, we all tune in innocently. For a lot of my life, I watched a lot of these episodes I've never when I was a kid. It. You've never watched an episode? I have not. All right. Well, when you do, you'll now feel dirty because you know that you're watching someone who wasn't helping the police solve crimes, but was in fact the one committing uh -huh. the crimes. <laughs> okay. All right. So when you look at her face, all right, when you see that smiling picture of Jessica Fletcher that's on the back of all those novels... Um, just imagine it growing little devil horns and making like a whoa-ho-ho-ho sound like that. Because That's the little goatee. Yeah, exactly, too, right? with the goatee. Because yeah. um, in reality, she's fooling you, she's fooling her audience, and she's fooling the authorities. Now listen, we don't is, speculate uh, on this show, Matt. We I try not to it. speculate, but when it comes to, I mean, because I remember watching it as a kid, and even recently when I've gone back and watched way too many episodes of Murder, She Wrote, <laughs> um, because I wanted to watch it through this lens once it was brought up to me. And it's absolutely um Now, who dark. listening to this show thinks Matt's the one who watches Murder, She Wrote? It's hard to believe. Um, <laughs> well, if you watch it, it is one of the trashiest <laughs> shows ever. Um, so it actually makes a ton of sense that it would be me watching it. Because it kind of fits in with the canon of things that I love. But at the same time, um, again, you know... She every week I tuned in watching this and there were sometimes even when I was like 10 years old, I was like, how could she possibly get away? How could how could she possibly be there for 30 murders a year in order to make this television show? She has to be there for 30 murders a year to make this show. But people are going to say when they listen to this that I'm the one who sounds crazy. And I don't think I am. So, again, if you think that Jessica Fletcher is a serial murderer like me, I would like you to reach out to us with any evidence that you have. I think that we should talk to Netflix about rebooting Correct. Murder, She Wrote from this From this view. premise. You Absolutely. know what? Yeah. From the point of view of the detective who's finally figured it out. Who's figured it out, right. And now she's hunting him. Yes. Like, that would be really good. All right, Netflix, get on it. So <laughs> what I'm going to end today with is just one piece of advice, all right? Don't trust murder mystery writers. Don't get yourself fletchered. 
don't get Fletchered. It's a verb now. That's it good. is. I'm turning it into a verb. I'm doing it. All right. So again, guys, go out there. Be safe. Don't get Fletchered. Don't trust your local murder mystery writer. They are they are serial murderers like Jessica Fletcher. All right. On that note, stay creepy, guys. Where can they find us? They can find us on Google Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts. Uh-huh. They can find us on Spotify, Spotify Anchor, Anchor, um, iHeartRadio, Heart uh, and anywhere else that you find amazing podcasts, but also us. And you can contact us at maincorkspodcast at gmail.com. And also through Facebook or Twitter. We do not check um, Instagram. Instagram at all. Ever. So don't try it. All right, guys. Stay creepy and don't get Fletcher. It's better than your last slogan. Thank you.